Hello, me lovelies. It's me, Ned Natter, with the famously unpasteurized and unfiltered Ned Natter radio show, ready to brighten your day. First up, it's great to be here again with you. It's time for a good old Natter with an international flavour. But remember, I don't chat about the regular news and current affairs. Oh no, I'm here to give you a break from it all. Yep, a good laugh, even when it's only once a week on a Wednesday. <laughs> Remember though, you can listen to all these shows again. Yep, they're all safe here's podcasts at nednatter.com. Yep, okay, well, put everything down. No, everything, I mean you too. Come on, it's time for the Ned Natter Show, and you can't miss this. <laughs> this week on the Ned Natter Show, we look at the brains of taxi drivers, a predicted surge of dementia, oh dear, whilst the incontemplative accommodating neighbour Rush is recalling. Yep. That's memories, not Democrats this time around. Then, of course, we visit with mystics in Me Artist Retreat. Mm. Discover the scent of a vacation and look at me other regular features from around the world, too. <laughs> Two Medicine Farm, or what's now loosely referred to as Ned Nat's Florida Island, I've been keeping away from the stores and everything else. Yep, it's safer here on the farm. See, we've reached that after the holidays anti-climax and while some folks have regrets, others are working hard on those equally difficult resolutions while studying their credit card statements. So dear, yeah. On the other hand, I'm looking at me congested farmhouse. Yep, with absolute dismay, I can tell you. Another year of looking at something resembling a refugee camp, to be honest. <laughs> As you know. I've still got me living room overbooked with the monstrous mother-in-law or M.I.L. Yep. Right. That's movie actress Satana Troglodyte. <laughs> a wife Elsie and her best friend and buddy beyond it. That's beyond it Brandisha Washington or BBW to her friends. You know, if I was running an airline and not a farm, I'd be making a fortune yep, out of excess baggage charges. <laughs> They're three of the biggest baggages on the planet, I can tell you that. Away from the joy of eating its life with 24-hour TV and fights over who controls the remote control. <laughs> this week, I secretly removed the batteries, yeah, to see if anyone got up to find a new set. But no, 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 no. They agreed to disagree and didn't change channels all day. <laughs> Trouble was, the classic movie channel just started a bunch of new arguments with the mother-in-law as our temporary resident movie expert. Yep, she was even more disappointed when they didn't feature a single movie that she'd starred in. Yep. They're obviously keen to keep hold of their regular viewers and not upset the kiddies either. <laughs> Two days later, they finally worked out the batteries were missing in the remote and fixed the issue. Only, you know, I was enjoying myself too much, so I put a piece of, you know, electrical insulation tape over the sensor instead. Oh dear, <laughs> the channel's not changing again. This time they're stuck with the Cartoon Network. Yep, yeah, there's uh, more chance of seeing Satana on that for sure. In the meantime, they're discussing the possibilities of duff batteries, whilst I'm having a little pleasure out of their suffering. <laughs> Whilst on the subject of disasters, there are two newcomers to me farm retreat. Yeah. Or as I mentioned before, more like me artist rehab, yeah. 
camper artist retreat manager Quinton's eager to get more like-minded folks here on the farm this year, but the latest ones are of the snowbird variety, and this time dodging the five-degree daytime temps of Boston, Massachusetts here, to enjoy our 75-plus blue skies. I asked Quinton what kind of art they're involved with. And he told me they're not artists, but a couple of mystics. Yep, they like to dabble in a bit of modern day witchcraft too. <laughs> they arrived in an SUV with a small trailer in tow. To be honest, with the way Quinton built them up, I was surprised they hadn't arrived either on a couple of broomsticks or a flying carpet. Well, naturally, when I told her about our latest recruits, old Nan was immediately ready to chip in. Yeah, she likes to chip in, all right. She reckons they're just fake witches. <laughs> she says they've got a hold of a do-it-yourself mystic manual and they reckon they're qualified. Oh, yeah, well, whilst old Nan's family, you know, <laughs> have history in that department, don't they? Yeah, history, more like witchcraft, lurks in the bloodstream of the entire death family. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, in the year of the witch finders and hunters, old Nan's family members were, you know, they were regularly the main local attraction. Yeah, I suppose you'd call it top of the town. Well, actually, top of the town bonfire, that is. <laughs> but whatever way Nan says it, Sybil and Rune, yeah, Sybil and Rune, I <laughs> guess, are totally convinced by their mystical powers. Well... They did find their way all the way from Massachusetts, so that's one thing. Added to that, I'm not sure if their names are the real ones or just made up to make them sound more interesting and mystical way. Their little travel trailer looks like an original gypsy caravan inside. Yep, they've got all the right props, I'll give them that, right down to a mini cauldron and a couple of wands. <laughs> I'm just not sure whether they'll work or not. Maybe it's because I've seen all them, you know, made-in-China labels. <laughs> They're affecting me judgment. <laughs> On the existing retreater front, Norman, that's Quinton's angry young man, yep, 50 years too late here, you know, gave up on his mental breakdown and went for a drive with Coagulant. Yeah. That's right, Quinton's happy go lucky guitar plucking partner. <laughs> yep, that was five days ago. <laughs> a long drive. <laughs> And Quinton's pulling out what's left of his hair, wondering what happened to the Wanderers. Mm, he's a very jealous man when he gets going. Add to that, I think Craglet deliberately left his cell phone behind just to annoy his old partner. <laughs> On a high note, we hadn't seen or heard a word from Galon. Yep, that's the self-described self-help guru. But I do have some news on his latest self-help book later in the show. Add to that, our once deeply unhappy retreater and recently divorced sculptor Wilmer has abandoned a huge lump of Indiana limestone and is spending most of her time with Luigi Spaghetti, you know, me Ferrari obsessed tractor mechanic. Yep. <laughs> That's overnight time too at his place. Mm, very nice, yep. It's all getting very close uh, to watch this space kind of relationship, I can tell you. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. By the way, I read this really interesting article a few days ago.
about how they're using the brains of London taxi drivers as a way of learning more about the hippocampus part of the brain. Yeah. Me farmer and ding dang, you know, we probably think that I'm talking about a zoo animal on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> He's not the sharpest tool in the box, I can tell you. Yeah. We actually leave him out of the box. It's much easier. <laughs> actually, that got me thinking about how people are actually capable of expanding their brains in later life. See, these taxi drivers have to learn thousands, well, way over 20,000 different streets, monuments, places and so much more. And know the quickest way to get to them. Yep. Learn it, yeah. But how does a taxi driver take the shortest route? I, I, I don't re- re- remember them doing that. But, uh, anyway. I digress. See, to qualify as a driver, they have to pass a test that's been around since 1865. It's called the knowledge. Yeah. This involves filling their brains with loads of new knowledge over a three to four year period. Well, this research is about how taxi drivers' brains it's totally different, and it has to store all this additional info. Yeah. So the old scientists are using the knowledge they gain to try and solve some of the puzzles in the Alzheimer's research. Yeah. It's an ongoing puzzle too, and they're paying volunteers to help out too. Yep, yeah, a measly 40 bucks. That's a very encouraging, isn't it? <laughs> that, of course, brings me to me ancient 95-year-old mother, old Nan. Yeah. She's surely measly in another way, <laughs> but hasn't got Alzheimer's, yeah. And she's not a taxi driver either. Believe me, that's a very good thing. With her eyesight, she might not see something really big right in front of her, yeah. <laughs> even when she'd like to. <laughs> her close sight is not so bad. With glasses, she can see a deck of cards, and that's the most important thing in her life. After all, she can use her nose to seek out whiskey and cigarettes. <laughs> yep, poker is her version of the taxi driver's knowledge test. And when she's on a winning streak, I often wonder if it's not just experience and that she actually can see right through the other player's cards. No, not knowledge, just plain and simple witchcraft. <laughs> on the other hand, her best buddy and gambling drinking fiend that's Tajiko Suzuki. Tajiko Suzuki. Oh, I can never say her name right, can I? Yep. <laughs> She's me lawyer brother and black sheep of the family, Nelson. That's wife and Beverly Hills sex therapist, Heiner's now 103-year-old grandmother. Yep, another long-lasting specimen. A tongue-twisting specimen. Yep. <laughs> She's not much different, see? She's uh, got over a century of knowledge tucked into her equally devious old brain. Oh, dear. She might not bother remembering what she did yesterday, but she can card read an entire deck and beat the opposition hands down. <laughs> See, her kind of witchcraft is Japanese, and she's what's called, over there of course, a fox employer. That's <laughs> mm, right, a fox employer. And before me and continent political commentating neighbour old Rush and a few other Fox News fans prick their ears up at that word fox, it's not what you think it means she's actually bribed a real fox to gain its powers as a trickster yeah the old cunning old fox it's a trickster a shape changer illusionist and a possession giving abilities that she's got hold of (laughs) there's no stopping that old bird when she gets going i can tell you i just smile at her and buy her a odd bottle of whiskey you know (laughs) yeah 
Yep, I give her spirits to keep her spirits away from me. <laughs> Add that old Nan has put a spell, an evil one that is, on our short-sighted and helpless mailman, poor old Virgil. He's lined up, I heard, for a month of casino visits, bingo events and, of course, weekly supper dates. Oh dear, his part-time post office wages are going to be running pretty thin on Nan's excessive demands. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Anyway, thinking of hideous nightmares like me farmhouse version of an undersized witch's coven, <laughs> I'm still having these really weird dreams. They've returned with a vengeance like never before. Add to that, the weirdest ones always seem to arrive when I'm having a nice nap. <laughs> never when I'm in bed, no. This time, though, I was resting up in a chair on the porch watching the sunset the other evening. Yeah, A peaceful moment out of the house and away from the foul air inside. <laughs> combination of microwave fumes mm, whiskey fumes and cigarettes you know I can't even see across the living room most days <laughs> yep I've been reading this magazine strange enough on whiskey distillers a very interesting article and I dozed off yeah that's how interesting it was <laughs> it must have been the recently absorbed information that set me sleepy mind wandering I was inside this small distillery where they make the finest whiskey yep there was a great stack of huge oak casks to one side, only I could hear this weird tapping noise inside one of them barrels here. I thought it might be a rat or something, you know, but the tapping continued. Pretty loud it was too, you know. The end of the oak cask suddenly opened, yeah, and there wasn't a drop of whiskey inside. Oh no. Not whiskey, <coughs> but me mother, old Nan. Jesus! Struggling to get out. All I heard was her saying is that a barrel is better than a bottle. Oh no. <laughs> I woke with a start and there, inches away from me face, was the old crow in person. <laughs> with a glare that had melt something. Yep, steel maybe. <laughs> she was tapping her annoying walking stick on the wooden porch deck to wake me up and saying she needed more whiskey. And because she can't go to the liquor store herself, I've got her over a barrel. Oh dear, a nasty thought. <laughs> yep, that's me nightmare, all right. Old Nan, out of whiskey and with a sob story. <laughs> you know, I wanted to return to me dream and get one of the distillery folks to nail that cask shut with the old crow right inside. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. On the other hand, me scruffy farman ding-dang is still suffering from the fact that Wilmer the sculptor chose Luigi over him. Yep. Me poor old farmhand is about as delusional as they come. <laughs> but despite that drama, I've still got that unforgettable little feature on my show. So here's Ding Dang's Southern Quote. He was faster than green grass through a goose. 
<laughs> he reckons that Luigi is a fast mover even without his fancy Ferrari. Oh dear. You'll never realise that it's about more than just speed here. Ding dang. Should try a new approach. No, not the fast car one. Means giving up his old truck. No, but looking in the mirror, <laughs> finding a comb and even a toothbrush before he steps out and tries to impress any woman. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Well, next up, I've got my new segment for you, and it's called Ned's Sagacious Moment. Yeah, I might not be a serious old sage, but I've got time to think, and I like the idea of sharing my thoughts with you, my listeners. So moving on from farm life in general for a minute, I've spent a few hours this week questioning dementia. <laughs> See, I read this ridiculous report about how the number of dementia cases is going to skyrocket over the next 30 years. Yeah. They reckon by as much as 300%. Oh dear. Now, there's a surprise. Yep, there's not an app for dementia. Or is there? You know, I pretty much doubt just about everything I read now. More so when it comes to the future. After all, most folks can't predict next month, let alone three decades away. Eh? On the other hand, I really wonder if all those demented devices are going to be the real cause of all this dementia. Yeah, right now they're blaming smoking and overeating as a couple of the causes and about ten other things, you know, called living is, yeah. <laughs> Yet in reality, folks don't need brains anymore, do they, when an electronic version is doing all the work. Ignore your road signs, just listen to what it tells you. Drive across town for the cheapest gas. Get your news 24-7, in your bed, in your car, in your home, yeah. Buy your groceries and let it tell you when to eat, when to sleep, what your heart rate is doing, and of course, who's got the best deals on something for two days only, yeah. Oh dear, up goes your heart rate and no doubt your chance of dementia too. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday. You can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Me blind neighbour, old Lonnie, and nudist swinger old Fred's house is the hottest venue in North Florida for a swingers party every Saturday night. It's called Do You Know Fred? Sometimes, you know, I wish I didn't. <laughs> It's the same old drill every time, yeah. Bring a bottle, bring your wife, and potluck dishes for the buffet. Fred mingles with like-minded swingers. That's potluck too, most of the time. <laughs> and old Lonnie eats his way through heaps of free food, and that's his favourite part of the deal. <laughs> so when Saturday finally rolled around, Fred told me this week's theme was the Recycled Clothing Party. Recycled clothing, eh? Yeah. Oh dear, well, Fred reckons his plan is to attract a more classy bunch of swingers. And apparently, swingers who recycle are classy. Oh well, that's new. <laughs> he ended up attracting what looked like 20 of the weirdest looking people I've ever seen. Yep, aluminum foil underwear was taking things too far. The newspaper dress was closer to paper mache after we have a little bit of rain. <laughs> And the ones you see that, you know, that have been made something out of empty beer cans just proved they were 
alcoholics, to be honest. <laughs> oh dear. Some of them would have looked much better in recycled truck tyres, you know, head to foot. Wouldn't have had to look at them, yeah. Anyway, I headed home very quickly indeed. Well, on the family front, when she's not complaining about, well, just pick a subject and she complains. My 95-year-old rather old Nan, the miserable old crew herself, has a little feature on me show. Yeah, old Nan remembers. Oh dear, it's a little bout of what's professionally termed reminiscence therapy. <laughs> this time, old Nan remembers Herbert the Horsehair Weaver death. <laughs> Sea Death is me old mother's maiden name, and her family liked to pronounce it Death to make it sound better. But as you know by now, I call them the Deaths and keep it nice and straightforward for you. <laughs> so back to Herbert the Horsehair Weaver. Yeah, well, it's what you call an ancient craft these days, weaving fabric and all kinds of items out of horsehair. <laughs> Trouble is, Herbert, like old Nan, was a seriously degenerate gambler too. Only, unlike Nan... He was also a serious loser too. <laughs> and permanently in debt. Yeah, not just to the other gamblers, but to nearly every merchant in the town too. Yeah. But, you know, when his horsehair supplier stopped supplying his income dried up with it, yeah. Then suddenly his return to prosperity coincided with rumours of sorcery in that little town. Yeah, sorcery. These rumours even got right out of control when within a two-week period, every horse in a three-mile radius lost its tail. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Herbert owned a bike and scissors. <laughs> Soon there were visitors, though, you know, from far and wide looking at the supernatural occurrence of horses losing their tails overnight by some mysterious force. To this day, it was put down to an unpleasant curse on the land. You know. <laughs> but then again, they looked a little closer to home and remembered how the death family has absolutely no scruples whatsoever. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, that lovely tiny old music means it's time again for me book reviews. Yep, I get me hands on a few and I feature them right here on me show. Just remember, I've got a great system here. Yep, if a book's shite, it goes on me composty. Sometimes if it's really bad, you have to burn it. <laughs> Middle of road books go in me giveaway charity box and the good or reasonable ones usually stay on me farm library shelf. I hope that's all nice and clear for you. <laughs> OK, well, we've ended up with one new book this time around, and it's hot off the press. <laughs> and I think I gave you a little bit of a forewarning earlier on. It's called Life Lessons from a TP and Typewriter by Galon Codswallop Jr. <laughs> yep, jokingly known to his friends as... Oh dear. <laughs> That's right, he's the idiot in me Farfield. Yeah. This pile of nonsense is not at a bookstore near you, so don't go looking for it. But apparently you can order it online. <laughs> Yet I wonder why I hadn't seen me artist retreat at Galon for a couple of weeks. His version of self-help needs more than simple explanation from me. Uh, in fact... What can you say about a so-called self-help book written by a guy who lives alone 
in a teepee with nothing but a typewriter and a grandiose attitude problem. <laughs> so I've decided to do the right thing. Yeah, not follow any of my usual Ned Nat Show book protocols. Oh no, I'm giving the book back to him in person and I might even give him a recommendation on what he should do with it. <laughs> Before we leave the subject of books, we're going to be having our annual book award here on the Ned Nat Show very soon. And unlike other awards or shows, I've decided to give an award for the worst book of the year. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like what I just talked about, doesn't it? <laughs> and I'm sure it'll be a very tight race, yeah, especially if I include that one I just mentioned, yeah. <laughs> well, me lovelies, that's all on me book review feature this time around. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. i got a listener favourite coming up right now. Yep, me anomalies from around the world future. This time we're visiting Japan and it's a revolting foodie one. Yeah, another disgusting delicacy from around the world. Oh yeah, I'm talking about Seiko Seiko. Yeah, but it's not so good, you know, you need to say it twice at all. It's the name of a crunchy Japanese treat. Yeah, fried grasshoppers with sugar and soy sauce. Mm. (laughs) These little treats were apparently originally eaten by people living inland away from any chance of easily getting seafood. To be honest, I don't know what to say about that idea. I mean, it's like eating cardboard because you can't find any lettuce. (laughs) Or should I say, eating lettuce because you can't find any seaweed. Oh dear. (laughs) This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, now we're heading to England. Yep, see, I got a call from Nigel Ponce, the arrogant old catfish-faced gentleman farmer. Me brother Young Buck skipped the USA and manages Ponce's old farm on his rambling estate. After living in Pennsylvania for 15 years, Buck naturally picked up plenty of American expressions and he really enjoys confusing Ponce with them. (laughs) Ponce has to call me for an explanation. See, he hasn't got the internet in the manor. Just good old-fashioned manners. So, how could I leave the subject of Nigel Ponce without mentioning me special feature right here on the Ned Show? It's called American for Foreigners. After all, Ponce finds most regular phrases and sayings foreign. Oh dear, well, here goes American for Foreigners with me arrogant British aristocratic contributor. First up, though, here's his latest voicemail message. You have messages. Well, hello, Ned. This is Nigel Ponce calling you from England. Your brother Buck was discussing a problem here on my farm, and he told me he knew right from the get-go. Yes, it does sound absolutely ridiculous. It doesn't even sound like the English language to me at all. Anyway, Ned, can you tell me what on earth he's talking about? Thank you so much. Goodbye. 
You know, I just love the way he introduces himself on me voicemail. It's as if I actually know someone else who sounds just like him. Oh dear. <laughs> anyway, let me translate it for you, Nigel. This time, Buck says he's known from the get-go. Yeah, Nigel thinks Buck's deliberately confusing him. Well, this is a weird expression away, Nigel. I suppose I shouldn't assume the problem on your farm is actually in. <laughs> Buck, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's quite simple. It means from the very beginning. Yeah, so basically, Nigel, Buck has been confusing you since the get-go. Yeah, you do. Anyway... I hope that makes some kind of sense to you, eh? <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. I headed over to me and contemplate commentating neighbour all Russia's Stonewall Jackson farm again this week, yeah, to listen to the latest second-hand news from the Reuters Centre, and all in very small instalments, yet with a weak bladder, Rush is always rushing off. Poor old mucker. <laughs> this time, we've got a brand new feature from Rush. It's called Rush Recalls, yeah, and he's not just talking about his hopes for the Democrats either. No, no, he's looking back at past events. This time, he reminds me of how before the Democrats took over, he still managed to get the Democrat in there, yeah, yeah. gas was only 80 cents a gallon. Yeah, of course, I asked him when that was. He said in 1978. <laughs> sure, Rush, but everything else has gone up since then too. But, you know, before he had a chance to mention his irregular scapegoat for that too, I had to remind him that in 1978, the US had a Democrat president. But then he had to retort to me, he says, well, the prices went up after that. <laughs> There's a point, you know, where I don't want to debate anything with Rush. <laughs> Add to that the downside is he usually doesn't manage to say more, any more, you know, before he excuses himself with that standard statement, which I think is often a great excuse to bail on me too early, you know. <laughs> gotta go. Oh dear, Rush has always gotta go. And flush. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Me lovely neighbour, young Alice Jones, invited me over for our weekly vegan cake and fair trade coffee sit down. Young Alice was in a happy mood when I visited this week, yeah. Though Alice ended up with an unusual animal adoption for a growing sanctuary. Yep, ten rabbits. <laughs> oh I probably got about a thousand in amongst me cabbages as we speak. In fact, I think I can still hear ding-dang blasting away with his shotgun now. <laughs> anyway, when Alice reminded me I should take more notes of the wonders of nature, she baffled me again with a really bizarre statement right out of the blue. An owl is capable of stealth flight, yep, yep. They creep up on their prey at night without a sound. Of course, they got that excellent vision too, haven't they, with them big eyes, but their wings have a large surface area, so they don't need to flap much. Add to that, their main feathers have special saw-like edges that muffle the sound of the air. Me farm artist retreat manager, Quinton's a bit like that too, you know, yeah. You know, he has this nasty habit of sneaking up behind you without a sound. 
You know, I reckon it's got something to do with something else and not feathers at all, you know. See, it's more like to do with the fact that he's got years of experience instead. Yep, Quinton has been sneaking up behind unsuspecting men for over 50 years. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, on that note, as always, Alice's coffee, cake and company was reliably nice. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, we lovelies, it's time for this week's questions and odd news items from you, my listeners. Yep, I got it all here on the Ned Natter Show. First up, I got a call from Mike in Maryland and he asked me what I thought of the latest news about a man receiving a genetically modified pig heart as a transplant. Mm. It's modified genetically so the human recipient doesn't immediately reject the new organ. Well, let me be honest, Mike, I haven't thought about it. (laughs) And I don't want to get into it either. On the other hand, I reckon the wife's already received a genetically modified chicken brain. I mean, for one, she never stops pecking. <laughs> my second item comes from Hilda in Holland. Yeah, she called me to let me know about a really great idea. Yeah, the Dutch National Police have trained a group of North American bald eagles to take down mini drones. Yeah, those menaces in the sky. Yeah, they snatch them right out of the air and bring them down. The idea is to prevent drones being used to attack an individual or interrupt airspace. Mm. Now, that's something I really enjoyed hearing. We've had a few fly over the farm and it's apparently illegal to shoot them out of the sky. Mm. Now, where's me pet bald eagle? (laughs) Me final caller came right out of the blue. Yep, Cuthbert in Colchester. Yep, that's over there in the UK. And he wanted to tell me about something quite unusual. They've got the equivalent of the billboard chart over there for songs played at funerals. Yep. That's right, funerals. Well, it seems last year, after several years topping the Dead Folks chart, My Way has been pushed off the top spot by Your Never Walk Alone. <laughs> I'd say that was a kind of ironic statement, wouldn't you, when it comes to that final affair? (laughs) Anyway, add to that, it was played at over 9,000 funerals. Mm. Also making the chart much lower down, though, is Ding Dong, the Witch is Dead from The Wizard of Oz. (laughs) At last, something to consider when me old mother, Nan, finally chucks in smoking and drinking for good. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Hey, dubious Command Agent 50% is lining me up with a new ad this week, and he's got something really odd this time around. <laughs> Oh dear, last week it was actual weird travel destinations, but his latest offering is truly bizarre. Anyway, so here goes. Can't afford a decent vacation this year? Well, why not stay at home with our unique system that brings the vacation right into your home? Yep, it's all here at the Scent of Travel Inc. That's the Scent of Travel Inc. Yep. 
you can stay right in the comfort of your own home and order our one-of-a-kind international scents. That's right. We've got the Pong of Paris, the Tang of Tokyo, the stench of Somalia, the reek of Russia, the odour of Oslo and the aroma of Australia. Don't forget the fragrance of France, the perfume of Poland and not forgetting the unique Cologne of Cologne. Mm. And many more besides. They're all shipped right to your door without any fuss. Flying or lost bags are a thing of the past. So go to our website today at it's all stinks better at home. Dot net. That's it all stinks better at home.net with the very best deals. But wait, we've got a special offer and just for Ned Nat Show listeners this week. Yep. With every one of our unique scents, we're giving away our free fragrance from the farm. <laughs> you can't beat a deal like that, so visit us today. <laughs> you know, I wasn't expecting that last one at all. The fragrance from the farm is sure to put off anyone visiting us here at Two Medicine Farm. (laughs) After all, I don't farm animals anymore, only greens. But believe me, the fragrance from the farmhouse is another matter altogether. And you'd want to either stay upwind, or better still, stay well away. Oh dear. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show and whichever way you dice it. This show is unpasteurised and unfiltered. But that's all me lovelies and on that note we better go. So until next time, remember farmers are getting older, some more than others. It's time some new blood came down on the farm and gave us an hand. Shite matters, without us you wouldn't have anything to eat. Without me, your Wednesdays won't be much fun. <laughs> In the meantime, you can find me and all my radio shows at nednatter.com. Yep, they're all safe use podcasts too. Add to that, there's me social media links. So come by and say hi. It'd be great to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. It's been a pleasure chatting with you again. And I hope you'll join me on the Ned Nat Show soon. So until then, keep a smile on your face. Think positive. And don't sweat the small stuff. The grass is not always green on the other side. It might just be a freeway. <laughs> Goodbye, you lovelies. <laughs> the Ned Natter Show is written and presented by me, Ned Natter. The show is produced and recorded live in Florida, USA by Doris Billsborough. And the Ned Natter Show is managed and represented by Grace Windsor at Nexus Media.